We are rolling. rolling. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect timing. You know, I was going to join in at some point. <laughs> so today's topic, we're going to talk about new environment, moving into a new environment. The moving new environment. Moving into a new space. The journey. Of moving into a new space. I like the journey. Mm-hmm. That's a good term. I like it too. All right, let me lay down this introduction. Yo, welcome back to another episode of. Should Black, I start it like that? Black. Oh, okay. Should I start it like that? No. Yo, welcome. A little hype. All right, do it. Do whatever you want to do. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to. <laughs> oh, heck no. <laughs> you said whatever. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of Black Boundaries. I'm Nick Butler. I am Terrell. And today we're talking about the journey of moving into a new location. Okay, that sounded really long. The journey of moving into a new location, but I want to leave it. I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah, that can stay. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, you know, since I've moved to Texas and Terrell has been here for a while longer than me, but since he's moved to Texas, our whole entire journey was to get a place together and also to be able to work in a similar environment so we have time to do our creative projects right and that was like the ultimate goal so it has been a journey and we have tried to figure out how to make it work and somehow it worked so yeah like we've been talking about this for i feel like ever since after i graduated college and we right were just trying to come together like originally i was trying to move to atlanta right exactly but it really wasn't working out so eventually i just started to like look for jobs in likable places closer mm -hmm. to big cities I got this job at San Marcos uh, doing video work, and yeah, then we... You were here for about eight months, maybe? Yeah, How long like, were you here until I got here? Wait, when you got here, I guess it was like nine months, I think. Nine months, okay. it's going to be a year this month. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. That's Dang, a big deal because we didn't discuss that before. So when he just said that, I was genuinely surprised. Yeah, I'm like, crazy. man, it's been a year. Okay. That's awesome. By. And it's hard for a lot of people to do that. You know, you moving all the way to another state. And it's not like you're moving to a relatively close state. You're moving right. like far out west yeah. and being on your own. So that's pretty awesome that you were able to do that. And I'm glad that everything worked out in terms of me getting here driving freaking 14 hours, one day trip. It didn't take multiple days. It was a one day trip all the way here. And then the next day I wake up, I get the announcement. I get a call that I have the job. Dude, it was it was crazy when Nick, when you got here, because <laughs> I thought it was going to take like two days. But then you called me like, we talked like that morning kind of, I think. Was it that morning we talked? Yeah, right? we did. Yeah, then I was like, you know, checking up on you. What I checked up on you on the uh, drive or whatever. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, I was sleeping. It was like 12, 1 in the morning or something like that. And then Nick was like. Rude awakening. He was like, hey, I'm here. I'm like, I was thinking, oh, you're in Texas? That's cool, dude. All right, cool. And then <laughs> as I talked to him more, <laughs> he like texted me and called me. And I was like, oh, is he like. In San Marcos, <laughs> <All right. laughs> then I called him back. He was like, "Oh, hey, man, I'm, I'm here. I'm like close by the university or whatever. Like, where do you live?" I'm like, "Oh, he's here in town. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy." <laughs> and the funny thing is, like, when I first got here, it was so confusing because I got here at nighttime, mm -hmm. so I wasn't really able to see the environment that well. Yeah. And the only thing that I kept on seeing was like palm trees everywhere. 
And I was really confused. I was like, why are there so many palm trees here? <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe there's just palm trees in Texas. Hey, in am Missouri? I in Florida right now? <laughs> exactly. That's what it felt like because the gas stations look really similar to the gas stations in Florida. So it kind of threw me off. And right. seeing palm trees everywhere really threw me off. So it was nice to see it during the day and then just getting used to the environment. It's been good here. So I feel welcomed and I don't feel like... I, I don't want to bash Atlanta or say anything negative, but I just felt like I wasn't as comfortable in Atlanta. So this feels more like a comfortable environment. Yeah, like this um, this central Texas area, it is like that southern hospitality feel, even though I really don't consider Texas to be the south. It's not. <laughs> it really is not the south. And I will argue that forever. Yeah. Once you brought that up to me, I remember you said it one day, and then I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah, there's a difference between western and southern. This feels way more western. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a whole different sort of feel to it. Yeah, I think southern culture, I think about, you know, guys who wear like camo and like sort of a preppy style it's like this cross between you know i don't know ralph lauren yeah (laughs) you know a mixture of like these southern themes um you see a lot of you know american hats and not that you don't see that in texas but you see like a a western style to it yeah it's like we've seen a few cowboy hats (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not as many cowboy hats as I thought it would be. I was kind of disappointed when I got I know, here. right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm about to see some cowboys, bro. <laughs> you know, when I got here, I probably seen, like, I think I see, like, one consistent student, like, just walking around campus wearing this hat oh, okay. all the time. But yeah. I think that's pretty much it, though. I, I never, I don't think I've been like out in stores and seen anybody wearing a cowboy hat. That's true. I do see a lot of like the Mexican style jackets when I first got here. Like oh the, yeah, yeah, those are pretty cool. So I feel like it does have a more Mexican influenced, Western influence than yeah, a Southern influence. The Southern influence isn't quite there. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. people. A lot here. of the Longhorn stuff. Oh yeah, a lot true, of that as true. well. You see a lot of people with the those references you know cactuses mm-hmm. and all that so different feel you that's don't see true. any cacti in atlanta <laughs> oh yeah that is true yeah oh I'm, yeah i'm just realizing that like i'm saying i'm saying like cactus just like they're just like out in the, the middle of areas as if they were like flowers or something like exactly that, right? it's like yeah it's like a garden almost yeah. and it'll just be cacti there and it's weird because they do it with like the rocks around it Mm -hmm. so that's what gives it that western look almost like a desert look yeah because you have these like sandstone rocks but i mean in georgia you just see grass and trees you don't really see any sandstone or like you know things that look like desert related at all true true (laughs) true man but it is nice to be in a new environment and also to be moving into our new place that just perfectly you know, the timing and everything was just so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we got a condo. Yes. It's really nice. Spacious. Um, I think uh, like me and Nick, like when I moved here, I got a studio. Right. So Nick moved in with me on my studio. He's been like sleeping on my couch. Yes, I have. And, you know, it's been it's been cool. But, you know, now we have this new bigger space. Can we recognize that your couch 
has disintegrated. Since oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a fox leather couch, so it's not legitimate, you know. And the material just wears really easily. Man. And I think it's just constant contact of my body being on it. I tried to put a sheet. I thought that that would help, like by putting a sheet down and then laying over that, but that didn't help. It's just man, that couch is so freaking cheap. <laughs> like I never realized how cheap it was until you like you laid on it. I never yeah. really, I never really did anything with. It. I probably sat on it a couple of times. But. Yeah. I'm usually sitting in the chair or on my bed. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, but that's, that couch has funny. just made a huge transition. Yeah, <laughs> that couch right. has been through so much. I, I had to put like I had to like cut to cut like an old sheet up and just put <laughs> put it on top of the couch because like the little fake leather was it's just peeling, every, yeah. everywhere on the floor. <laughs> Man. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't fun. I can't wait to be done with the studio apartment. <laughs> yeah, that'll be nice. Yeah. Be he ran great. into some complications, as you do when you move to a new place, but some of them are really annoying. Like sometimes you run into things like, okay, my water takes forever to heat. Yeah. Or you run into an issue where you're like, I don't like the flooring. But for this particular studio space, there is an issue with these fruit flies and they're just running rampant. But I feel like your techniques have kind of helped to minimize the yeah, amount. Man. It's like when I moved into this place, the, I, when I opened the freezer, I noticed there was like a bunch of fruit flies in there. Oh, and I was man. like, yo, this is gross. It's disgusting. But they were in the refrigerator. I cleaned, I bleached it, cleaned it out. Then I didn't notice any fruit flies for like, I don't know, I guess like a couple of weeks. Then all of a sudden I noticed they were like just randomly flying around. I checked everywhere in the apartment. And I checked <laughs> everywhere to see if there were like any like bad uh food around or something yeah like, that. like a little nest or yeah, something yeah i didn't yeah. see anything so i was just like okay i just gotta set up these little vinegar traps they kind of worked but they were still around and yeah eventually you graduated to the ultimate trap yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think like this year i got like a fly stick that helped a lot yes and i just got like these yellow sticky pads to stick on the window they help a lot too so yeah they love that sticky pad for some odd reason i don't know what it is maybe if you have fruit flies that's something to consider i mean obviously you want to like completely eradicate them right. you don't want them around at all you want an exterminator but you know sometimes that can take a while and with everything going on currently you probably can't get an exterminator to come in and spray unless they do it around the house not mm -hmm. necessarily inside so that's a nice thing that you can do is put up a yellow sticky pad on the window. Let that light shine through. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> oh, it's man. True. But I think the good thing about having a new space on top of, you know, just being in a new environment, being able to work creatively in that open area is also the feeling of like accomplishment. It's like, oh, we were, you know, actually able to do it. It was like a sense of pride yeah exactly. yeah because <laughs> like, like, like we said we've been talking about it for a while now because we like when we were in college together we did so much stuff together from i guess just i guess just generally hanging out to like making music all the time and just mm -hmm. thinking of like ideas of things that we want to do right and then when i guess when we when you graduated and after i graduated we just started to have even more ideas of like I guess uh, skits, short films, mm -hmm. uh, want to start back making more music. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, it's just not a way together, and we can do this is is very cool because I I don't, I don't think like there's like I guess the only other friend that I want to like make stuff with is Evan. Right. But uh, he like has he's like in the film industry. He has all this other stuff going on. But like, true. Um, me and you, it is just like no. 
attachments to anything to like where we can just yeah we are tied down yeah Yeah. and like just do stuff exactly yeah we have to get evan out here somehow yeah (laughs) that's our plan is to rope him in (laughs) try to get him into texas all the the homies exactly (laughs) but yeah i think it really does work and like you said it was like yeah we have a general idea of the things that we enjoy and then all of a sudden it was like why don't we actually make it work just try it do a bunch of things and i think i mean even this podcast like putting this idea together was just something that was an addition to all the stuff that we wanted to do which yeah. is really cool and i feel like that's how it should be like something that's just kind of organic and you don't really have to like overdo it yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like i notice sometimes people do projects and try to move to a new environment or whatever it may be and it's like you know you get overwhelmed a lot but it's been pretty pretty decent True. smooth sailing it's, so. it's funny how we started this podcast because, like, one well, one day we were just like, hey, we should do a podcast. <laughs> we should do a podcast. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, we got all this stuff in the studio already, like, at my job. So Yeah, exactly. And we just started doing, like, we haven't missed a single, like, we've been doing it once a week on Saturdays every week. I think we only missed, like, one Saturday so far, right? Since yeah, I think it was just this. one, yeah. And yeah. we got, like, a couple of episodes. I guess uh, at this point we haven't released anything. Yeah, exactly. So who, who even knows when you'll hear this? I mean, but we do plan to start releasing these very soon. Exactly. But you guys will kind of be catching up to yeah. where we are. But yeah, mm-hmm. currently we've just been doing these back to back. Exactly. And it's been good because we used to have phone conversations when I was in Atlanta and he was in Texas. And even before that, when you were in Augusta, right? you know, we'd be on the phone and we'd be like, man, if we could record these phone calls somehow... And we were trying to do something then to make sure that we could get, you know, some form of like a podcast sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that just worked out with the timing and everything. It's funny how certain things like that happened to where like last year I had nothing going on. Like, I think the only thing that I really had going on was starting my vlog. And then it was like nothing else really creatively. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this year, it's like new job, new environment, new condo. Like, it just happens yeah. back to back. And it's so weird. Like, man, man that's so strange. It's like, <laughs> like, I don't know, a freaking blessing or something. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's definitely a blessing. Oh, my goodness. It's like, that's something that I've always appreciated is when I have that you know, confirmation that, okay, this is actually going to work. Mm-hmm. such a good feeling because for so long you're waiting and anticipating when it happens. It's like, you are, you're almost humbled by it. It's like, oh wow. Like I remember before I was doing this and before that I was sleeping on the floor, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like gradual steps and you're just appreciative. So if I become a billionaire tomorrow, I'll still be happy for the fact that I was able to come here and do what I do. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's so. like, I'm very, uh, hopeful about the future like exactly the near and distant yeah <laughs> yeah just the steps that have come up so far you know exactly yeah. and i think that that's how it should be with every experience is like i think that that's the, like it sounds kind of cheesy but like the essence of living is to be hopeful for something right and to be like excited about it and i think that's like if you can find that in some way like if it's a skill that you have or maybe it is your job you want to you know work in a certain industry and you feel like that's going to take you you know further into what you want to do then I, I just think that everybody needs that sense of oh man this is something that i enjoy and i can't wait to see where it goes like, right yeah in some shape or form whether it's that one thing or multiple things <laughs> exactly i mean some people it could be having a family it's like oh i've always wanted a family i want to have kids and like yeah. you just are so determined you know and you try to do your best in terms of parenting and all that that's really cool like everybody has their own thing so 
you know, don't be afraid to step into a new environment, you know, just yeah, get out yeah. there. It's all about yeah, putting yourself out there, uh, taking that jump. Yeah. That jump of faith. <laughs> and it was not scary because I, like I said, I had nothing going on in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Like when I, when I moved here, I think, I don't know. I didn't feel anything really. It was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm on this plane. I'm in Texas, took the Uber drive to my apartment, took a little while. I think, actually, when I got into my apartment, that's when it all hit me. Oh, like, okay. It was very, uh, I, got, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like an emotional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm really out here right now. Like, yeah. I, I got here, when I get, I get here, I got here like Friday or Saturday, then two days later, I started my job. Uh, wow. Yeah, it was just. That's Crazy. weird, and too. I was just getting into, like, the new routine and stuff like that, you know, uh, exploring the new uh, town. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all at once. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, man. I just kind of, I, I kind of, like, fell, fell in love with this place. Like, yeah. it's just such a different feel from Augusta. It's way warmer here, like, in terms of, like, the feeling. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's a really warm feeling. You feel like you're just, every day just feels easy for the most part yeah of course there's stuff yeah. that comes up but every back. day here has been pretty laid back and i don't feel like as frantic when i was in georgia it was right. like there was always something i was always trying to catch up traffic. i felt like it was oh my god the traffic was ridiculous <laughs> i was telling terrell yesterday it would take me almost an hour 30 minutes to get home every day from work right because where i worked it was only like a 30 minute drive at the most but for some reason you know atlanta traffic is just a whole nother beast. It's one of the worst places in the U.S. to drive. Yeah, so is. if you're ever in the city during the week and you're wondering why there's bumper to bumper traffic, it's actually normal. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised. But yeah, it was something about that. Just being there and always feeling like I had to get so much done. And then it's like, wow, I can actually take my time. I can actually start a new job. I can prep and get ready. It was a really just perfect timing. Yeah, I like it. Like... I don't know. When I was in Augusta, I didn't really have a routine. Yeah. I was just doing whatever randomly, which Mm -hmm. I don't like. I don't know. A routine is good for my life. I need a a routine. Like, when I was working on movies, it was just something different. Well, I I like... It was like it was different in, like, in terms of my job. I like doing different things with my job. Oh, I see what you mean. But, like, the times, like, sometimes I'll be working... 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. 7 Man. p.m. to 7 a.m. That sucked. Like, yeah, nothing that was consistent. Terrible. Like, sleep schedule was stupid. <laughs> oh, my goodness. These production companies have to do something about that. That's just yeah, terrible. It's just like the long work hours. I mean, it's like I still kind of want to do film stuff, but I don't think I want to, like, make it a career I don't know. It's different. It's like I would have to do like my own stuff in terms of I make the hours. Exactly. And stuff like yeah. That. Which which is what we're trying to do now. Well, I guess like with the short films and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Commercial stuff. Exactly. Yeah, that's what that's what I prefer to do commercials because that's fast. And yeah. Done. No. No crazy schedules. <laughs> that's true. And I feel like with film projects, like you'll have the work side and then the creative side, and it's like you find a perfect balance of everything and then you don't have to worry about being overwhelmed because it's a project that you want to do. You know what I mean? It's something that you're passionate and excited about. And sometimes it's hard to take on another person's vision, especially when it's this huge production going on and everybody's on a different page because everybody else has their own motive. It's like... Yeah, yeah, it's like sometimes you just don't 
care. Like, yeah, yeah. The projects that I worked <laughs> on, I, I, I didn't care about them to be honest. Like, yeah, like they get they gave me the script. I was like, I don't need to read this script. I don't. Care. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to be invested in something, especially when you don't really know the person. You really don't care for like what the vision may be so it's mm-hmm. harder to be connected to it and that's the problem with most jobs and like most environments that you're in it's like kids in high school it's like if you don't care about the subject it's hard for you to pay attention yeah, or to get yeah. through it then it's interesting because <laughs> like some people care i guess they really care way more than you do and they just take it uh way more seriously in terms of, yeah yeah <laughs> And I think sometimes they get blinded by their own vision to the point where it's like you have to consider there's other people living in completely different worlds and mindsets than you. So you have to like be in tune with how other people are feeling because I know it just sounds like and maybe I don't know the industry well enough. It just sounds like a lot of people who are, let's say, lower in positions just kind of get kicked around. And that's what I think is probably Uh, the worst part. Definitely uh, PAs. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I just... I couldn't even imagine being in that environment and I'm working with a creative director or something like that and I'm just watching them like basically make all these people work as peasants <laughs> and it's like dude like this is terrible right yeah you know? everybody's definitely definitely a worker in it exactly in that sense that's so true okay. they kind of drill it in your mind that that's the way that it's supposed to be but it's not <laughs> It's not supposed to be that way. Right. It just so happens that it is that way because they allow it. You know. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. True. People rise up. <laughs> Protest. Fight the man, just like these people out here right now, uh, protesting the stay-at-home orders. Oh my god! You can protest bad work environment. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I wish the people would do that. Why can't you do that? You don't want to tell your boss that you don't want to work ridiculous hours, but for some reason, you want to go outside when there's a pandemic going on, and for some reason, get on a roller coaster. <laughs> like, I saw this, uh, I read this thing yesterday, actually. It was like a little meme. It said, uh, <clears throat> okay, so the thing I saw yesterday said, the wildest part of COVID-19 has been white people acting like stay-at-home orders are their own version of the civil rights movement. <laughs> oh right? my God. Then somebody commented, they said, driving a Dodge Ram, wearing a flag cape, and thanking their Rona Parks. <laughs> <laughs> Rona Parks? Yo, oh, I love that part. That's, That's great. This was hilarious. <laughs> I, I love this shit. That is so I true. I was like, it's so true. Like, why y'all fucking protesting stay-at-home orders exactly you know it's people who are entitled like there's a lot of people and i'll say that's the thing in western culture that i can say goes across the board for all ethnicities all groups is that for some reason we have this mindset that we should be allowed to do something Mm -hmm. so then therefore we're going to do it because we should be able to and it's like no that's not the way that it works especially not in a pandemic but a lot of people who haven't had a sense of like oppression or restraint who are basically in these new environments where they understand that there's a disconnect Mm -hmm. these other people are like no life has always been good for me like i don't understand why can't i it's like they're shocked by it it's crazy (laughs) because like even like you know white people like especially you know they're they're privileged some of them never been through anything some of them have yeah is i think it's always crazy to me like when a black person doesn't see anything wrong because they've never been through anything and they're like yeah i I, I, kind of i understand like you never been through anything but it's at the same time don't you 
see what's happening don't you hear these people's stories like just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it's not true exactly and i think that goes back to new environments is like go into a new environment and get exposed to different cultures because it will change your way of thinking and i think that's the problem like i'm not saying that if you're some white kid you have to go to the hood i'm just saying get around other people who don't share the same culture as you because people think oh i have a black friend and we're both from orange county so somehow i have a diverse group of friends it's like no, you have a friend who's from the same exact environment as you. Yeah. That's not diversity. Like mm-hmm. diversity means somebody who's from a different background. They have a different way of thinking. They have like, you know, a whole different experience from life. And yeah. I think that that's what diversity is. And that's what inclusion should be. So that's very important about environments is not to think just because you haven't experienced something that you shouldn't acknowledge it. Like I haven't been through certain things. I've never been shot. But guess what? I'm pretty sure it's a terrible experience. I don't want it to happen to anybody. Unfortunately, it does happen, but I'm not going to pretend like police brutality doesn't happen or robberies or whatever the case may be that will lead to somebody getting shot or whatever it may be. But I still have to acknowledge that that's something that exists in the world. And people who have been through those experiences or live in environments where that happens on a regular basis, yeah. I have to acknowledge that. Like, yeah. there's you no should, getting around it. You should just be, like, knowledgeable and enough to, like, know when something is bad and when something is wrong and right. <laughs> when it's not, you know? It's common sense, you know? But I think a lot of people think... Common sense, not common <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're right. Yeah, I'm completely wrong. Yeah, common sense is not common. A lot of people are stuck in their own ways, and it's just sad. It's like, I wish that people would treat the way that they view women in terms of like how things are getting a little bit more progressive. I'm not saying that it's perfect in terms of the feminist movement, but what I like about it is the treatment of women is starting to change Mm -hmm. in terms of how people see it in culture and entertainment. And they're like, okay, this stuff isn't okay. The same exact experience that I have as a man saying, I can't identify with women in the same way, but I can acknowledge it. Do that with minorities, please. (laughs) Like, just do the same thing. Be like, I'm not that person. I haven't gone through what they've been through, but I think I understand enough to say, let me acknowledge that this does occur and allow them the freedom and the rights that they have as an individual. So that's it. It's just, you know, (laughs) it's fairly simple. Try to understand, do your research. Exactly. Uh, You should probably do your research before you even start asking anybody because exactly it's yeah not really anybody's job to that's edu- true educate you <laughs> right that's so true i shouldn't have to pull out the journal of how to be a black man in 2020 right. and explain it to you, you exactly know? but i think a lot of people who don't go into new environments people who say i was raised in this place i've stayed here my whole life these are my experiences it's hard for them to understand their biases Mm -hmm. and they only see things through television. So that's why I understand stereotypes. I'm like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Like the only time that you've ever seen any minorities is on TV. You probably have the worst perception of minorities. It's like you're watching people pretending characters, reality shows with people with egos. It's, it's an act. That's not how most people behave. Just know yeah. that in general. So definitely don't don't look at TV as so. <laughs> your guide. To, to, as your guide for anybody, whether it's like white people, black people, yeah, dogs, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the only time you've ever seen. Imagine the only time that you ever saw a dog was the movie like Cujo. Oh yeah, or Airbud or something like that. <laughs> You're like all dogs can fly, Bro. or they're extremely violent. Bro, my. <laughs> 
My dog ain't out there playing basketball. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because it's like watching the Food Network. It's like, oh, look, that food looks amazing. They cooked it perfectly. It's like all food isn't like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's people's perception. They just go off of what they see or what they've heard, you know? Yeah. Oh, I heard my dad said this political thing, so I'm going to run with it for the rest of my life. Like, mm-hmm. that is yeah, so never, weird. Think for yourself. Do, yeah, never do your own thinking. That's yeah, that's crazy. Man. I can't imagine being that kind of person. Exactly. And that's what I love about San Marcos is, like, it's really diverse here. Like, there's people from different countries. There's people from different backgrounds. And it's not the same type of people. Mm-hmm. So that's what's really nice because even in Atlanta, there was still a lot of the same types of people. It's like, because of segregation and everything that happened with civil rights, if you look at the way that Atlanta is built, it was built off of racism. That's all, it's easy to tell. Like you can get onto the highway and you can see how certain routes will take you to avoid other neighborhoods and how the trains are set up and they don't go past a certain limit into other, you know, affluent areas. It's obvious, but that's you why know. the traffic's so bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> racism. Got everything set up. <laughs> exactly, it's so true. Because we're all together. You know what I mean? When you're in downtown and you're headed north or south, everybody's together on you know I-85 yeah, and I-75. Crazy. Yeah. But those split offs, completely different directions. Right. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting how you can like just be like nice apartments all right there, but then over here is like gentrified yeah the, yeah. the, the, the hood that's currently getting gentrified you know is <laughs> exactly it's crazy i remember i was standing and i saw a guy standing in front of a gas station i think it was like a sitgo right next to a popeyes and then over to my left was these new luxury and i say that in quotes luxury apartments being <laughs> built with this white couple like on the advertisement smiling and i'm like do they know that they're in west atlanta like, this is not where they think that they're supposed to be yeah, man, it's crazy yeah and anybody can do it because i've caught myself doing it at times i mean sometimes i'll make assumptions about people so it's not like i'm completely you know what i mean like oh "Oh, i'm just a great person i don't judge but you have to notice those biases and acknowledge them you know what i mean definitely i'd I'd definitely be judging people (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's hard not to do like it could be a judgment in the sense of you see a guy in a suit you're like oh he's probably you know, works in finance, probably has a family. You just make all these different assumptions about a person because we naturally do it. But try not to, you know, step over those boundaries where you're constantly making assumptions and get exposure to a new environment. Go somewhere, travel. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. Get out of mom and dad's house. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I don't think you you don't really become like a true adult until you get out there by yourself. Right. Like when I, when, like, I guess when I was in college, I was by myself, but it still wasn't like, an adult environment exactly you're surrounded by students exactly then when i graduated i went back home i was thinking about getting my own place but i was like nah yeah (laughs) yeah trying to spend that money then i got this job i moved over here by myself and i'm like yo i'm like i'm grown now yeah exactly this is like the most um, independent you've probably ever been. Yeah, it, it is. You yeah, know, just a rite of passage or something like that, mm-hmm. or just like the that that step. That's that, great. That crazy step in life that you take. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think if you would have been hung up on, oh, I'm comfortable here. This is where I grew up. Then you yeah. could have just missed this opportunity. This never would have happened. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I feel like I belong here. Exactly. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> I don't that's feel out great. of place here. <laughs> exactly. And that's what's so wonderful is when you find a place and you don't feel that, you know, disconnect. Mm-hmm. Man, 
It's lovely. It's a lovely thing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I'm Nick Butler. I'm Terrell Williams. You guys take it easy, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Peace.